Ramble. Hallo, I am Flula Borg and it is now a boom time. Hello everyone, welcome to Boom Time. It's me, Flula Borg, as I just said one sentence ago. And I'm here, joined by the director of Boom Time, Alex Simmons. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm so good, Alex. I'm very excited uh, for this episode. We've been talking about this episode for many, many hundreds of milliseconds. <laughs> and we cannot wait to speak about... That's how deep our planning goes. Oh, Just deep. What should we do in episode... Okay, let's just do that. But in, in the truths, we have been speaking about this, and we have something to share about this. We're talking about our worst jobs, our poopiest jobs, some might say shootiest jobs And our, our misfortune, Flula and I's misfortune of having a lot of bad jobs, is your fortune for getting to hear about them right now. Mm, look at how the tables have rotated. It's right? like a chicken. It's like a chicken. You don't count it before it... And it's uh, cooked that way. Dead cook it. How you chicken it? Yeah. So, uh, but before we get started, please, we wanted to let you guys know we're going to do a call-in show, and we need your help to call in at a very special phone number oh, where yes. you'll record a question or something you need advice about, and Flula will help guide you through either your question or your advice or any you know if you need relationship advice, yes. sex advice, what. Um, Child rearing advice. Flula's Flula's got answers for you. We've got you've got questions. We will hear those. That's what they say. <laughs> the number you must call is uh, ha ha. The number four and Flula. Sounds That's, like he's kidding. He's serious. Yeah. Or if you want to use another letter on the touch tone phone, just use a G and say Gaga like a baby. Gugu Gaga Gaga for Flula. That's four two four two four three five eight five two. And if you're still listening. Yeah. The number again is 424-243-5852. Operators standing. And we'll tweet it out so it's out there too. Because I I feel like if I'm listening to a podcast, I don't want to write things down. I just want to click on something. That's right? why you just have to say a thing people will remember, like Gaga for Flula or Haha for Flula. It's most more easy to remember. You so, know? So call Gaga for Flula, mm -hmm. ask your advice, and on a future episode of Boom Time, we might include that we hope to include you listener <laughs> so today we're talking about the worst jobs we've had and i've had a few and i know you have too is one of yours as a director of a podcast hosted by a tall german man <laughs> not yet but not yet someday <laughs> well stay tuned with some time i might decide it was yes yeah. yes uh so we have had i think some employment times that of course some people have very terrible jobs like you have covered these people like a crime scene cleaner man where a terrible crime occurs and then people must clean these scenes this is dark but true have we spoken of this before on our podcast yeah i feel like we talked no we 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 talked about this on a future episode, if that makes sense oh, to you. Oh, yes. We talked about this on an episode that hasn't been released yet. So I don't know where we are on the space-time continuum right now. Let's ask Michael J. Fox and the man with the afro. Uh, I'm confused. That's, you don't, what, that's what he said. You don't remember? No, that's what Michael Jackson. My, Michael Jackson? Michael Fox where said. are you? I Mike, a, Michael I a, Fox? I had a Freudian slip. Anyways, uh, one of the weird jobs I had was filming a weird job, which was a company that cleaned crime scenes or suicides after this is dark. a comedy. This is a comedy podcast. So let's talk about something else. Well, let's start. So do you remember your first very terrible, or just, you know, I will say this. I'm going to make an amending, just like with the Constitution. Um, I'm going to amend this. It does not have to be the worst job. It can also be a weird job that you have had, or like the James Bond villain, an odd job. job. Odd job. Yeah. Yeah. Strangest... Most unique. That's what we're talking about. Would you like to hear my... F I, will t I will start. Please tell us one of the more unique or strange or bad jobs that you've had. As a German man, I was a man. And then if you rewind, I was a teenager. And this is where we will begin. Uh, I lived in Nuremberg, which is a town in Germany. And we have called the National Germanisches Museum, which is the National Germanic Museum. It is full of all like old German things with an A. That's how they say it. When Destiny Child visit, they're like, look at this place. It's got some old German things. Thanks. Just kidding. Destiny's Child never toured Nuremberg. Anyway, so uh, I used to uh, love to go to look at the museum and, oh, look at these old items. This is another old item. Old items everywhere. 
which is fun to do. And then I thought, I would love to make some dollars. And when I say dollars, I mean Deutschmarks, because I was a child and this is Germany. So do you know what I did, Alex? I'm really trying to follow along, but go ahead. I went to the National Germanic Museum and said, hey, guys, I would love a job. Please, how may I receive employment here? And they said, you are in lucky. And I said, great, what shall I do? Here's what is the job. They are having a tour. Every, like, I don't know, as a child, it was like every year they would, like, bring people around uh, to the museum and show them the old knights, you know, in the metal suits. The old knights, yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. The knights of the round table. Yes. Yeah. Knight rider. Knight rider. Yeah, yeah. Knight Yeah. That's okay. Batman. That's, okay. So they're Sorry. having a tour of the knights. With so, so yeah, so Germany, we had lots of knights, and uh, it's a very long history. We have many nice castles, if you has, as you have seen, you know. Um, and so, anyways, I was told that, yes, you can be part of our knight presentation. And I thought, what is this? Oh, what? So they said, we will give to you a real, live, authentic knight suit. And you will wear this knight suit, and then when people walk by, you will answer questions about the knights. How old are you at this point? I am 14. 14 or 15. Yeah. So I am, and so I go, I'm like, this is very exciting. But here, what can I tell you? I was, in German, they called it a langer Lulatsch, which means a tall boy, and I don't mean the beer that you drink at the NASCAR race. <laughs> I was uh, of- You're of, tall. I was a tall one. Yeah. yeah. I've been so tall for many- You've actually shrank since then. I have. Yeah. Gravity yeah. is a biotch, as they say mm. uh, in, to, you know- they, they say it in Chile as well. I mean, it's a global phenomenon. So you're a knight? So, yeah, I'm a knight. I'm, so I'm dressing as a knight. But here's the problem. The knights of many years ago, what do you think is the height of a knight? Oh, uh, yeah, the, they were much shorter is the answer. Yeah, that's true. How much whey protein do you think, like, Arthur was drinking before he was fighting those dragoons? He, I don't think he was having whey protein shakes. That's right. Myoplex did not exist then. Not a sponsor of Boom Time. Anywho, so the knights are not tall. And what do you think of the metal suit of a knight? Do you think it's like for a tall boy? Like can Shaquille O'Neal uh, vanquish some elephants? Yeah, and it, it probably wasn't also extra stretchy. No. No, you know why? Because Under Armour was made of metal in those days. <laughs> Under Armour was called chain mails. Yes. So how, how much of your midriff was showing? All of my midriff was showing. Also, the knight is heavy. So these are, we're speaking, many, many kilograms of just pure steel. And so here I am, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. Sorry, that's just a song. Yeah, and I, so, I know. Yeah. So okay. before the peoples are coming, I must put on the knight suit. And the knight suit has many layers, just like a good Gore-Tex outfit when you are hiking, except not good for hiking, a knight suit. I must wear the males of chain. Then I must wear, of course, under the males of chain. If you don't, you need to like stay lubrication. So I was wearing a normal T-shirt, which is against brand, of course. Your T-shirt kept you lubricated? Well, if you're wearing just metal and touching it to your nipples. Have you seen the marathon people that like to jog in circles? And you have you seen their nipples when they're finished? <laughs> I think what you're referring to is that some marathon runners will cover their nipples with band-aids. Yeah, like the famous Peebo Bryson, who's, so, who's very famous? Peebo. Peebo, no, Mo Farah. Who? Okay, but... Mo Bamba? But back to your shirt keeping you lubricated? Yes. I don't well, think that's the right word. Okay, well, I'm just speaking about <laughs> if, you, if your nipples are touching metal, yeah. you really only need to like... If you're wearing a male of chain and you just wave, hi, mama, and then you lift your arm... Nipple gone. Bye-bye to the nippies. Yeah. Yeah, nippy longstocking, no more. It okay. Just, okay, so just you had a shirt on for general comfort is what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I'm wearing the shirt and then I'm wearing... What kind of shirt? Oh, I think it was uh, always with a Boston Celtic. Boston Celtic shirt. Oh, of course, because... Uh, Everything was perfectly historically accurate, including the Larry Bird Boston Celtics t-shirt. Larry Bird looks like if he was like walking around in the night times... People would be like, watch out, that is a bad mama, shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Sir Bird. And, okay, and, and what else was happening? So I'm wearing the mail chain. I'm wearing a Celtic shirt with Larry Bird, and then I wear the mail chain, and then I'm wearing the very metal suit. But the suit is so heavy. This is like many, many kilograms and also does not fit me, and also I cannot breathe. You know? It is like, when the, you know the ladies of the olden times with the strings? Corset. What? Corset. Like the corset. running back, Tony Corset. Oh my God. 
<laughs> your references, they're not just like adjacent to the actual reference. Yeah. They're like seven left turns. And I often, I actually knew what you meant that time, but wow, they are off. I want, just for the record, seven left turns equals one right turn. That's what if I meant. People are curious. <laughs> and if you're like, hey, how do I get to the in and out? It's seven left turns. You can say pause. It's just one right turn. Don't be so silly. <laughs> Save your mileage. Well, you don't know what the distance is between the turns, though. It's true. So you were wearing a Tony corset under yes. your mail chain. Well, the chain mail chains of the knight suit felt very, very tight. And you, by the way, why is it tight? Where's the G? Why is it G? And shouldn't it just be ticket? I don't. You'd have to talk to the the knights about that. The knights. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm wearing this, and then what I'm supposed to do is, as people are walking by the knight, I'm supposed to like say like, "Hey guys, welcome," <laughs> or like, "Olden times are here." Are you, know? you, a, are you a ghost? Well, I want to... You're supposed to scare people? Hey, guys, I'm a knight. Because that's the voice that you were doing. I'm sorry. Did you record the audio of knights? Do you know what they sounded like in those days? Yeah, they, that's what they sounded like. You don't, I, I've, have you heard the Gregorian chants of the CD? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Here we, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Time out, yes. And again, just to keep everyone involved, Fula is still telling a story. And I think you've just started the story, essentially, about one of the strangest jobs you've ever done uh, as a uh, Kenite reenactment man. Go ahead. Please continue. Okay, thank you. So, I am there. Sorry, I just love slow motion so much. Yeah. So, anyway, I was supposed to say, as the people are walking by the... the uh, Dis- what is it called? Presentation? Oh, look, it's some knight. It's a knight horse and yeah. a knight stick. What What are those called? A display, maybe? The stick. You swipe the wave around. <laughs> His joust? His sword? <laughs> His joust? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that what it's called? Like, when they joust, what is that called? But it's a, it's a noun of a... He's like, oh, whip out your joust. I don't know. Joust Sounds kidding. Like a footnote. It does. So anyway, sorry, everyone. So uh, I was there in my knight suit. And so people are looking at some of the, I guess, jousts. And then I'm supposed to, you know, like in the surprise, when it's like, surprise, I'm here. I was supposed to be this person. but You were there to scare the ch- uh, uh, out of visitors. Yeah, but the problem is when you're, is so German. When you're wearing <laughs> 80 kilograms of, of straight medals, you know, you cannot, you're just not moving. There's no motion. You're just, you're, you are stuck. Right. You know, so, and then also... I could not breathe. It was too tight. Because of the Tony Corset. So I, people have walked it by. It was too ticket. Yes. So all yeah. I could say was like, <laughs> when they walked by, because I was like trying to say something loud. Yeah. You know, but it, all that was come out like, <laughs> and so people were just like looking, <laughs> looking at the suit. And I had the, you know, like you have the, like they're like, well, raise your visor, yeah. everybody. You know, what's this called on the helmet? A visor. Yeah, okay. So I was like, it's like, and then you will raise your arm and put up the visor, and then you will speak about your era of this knight suit. Like, oh, in this era, I was a shiny man, and I had a wife, and I had shackles, and what is the, you know, dinero, and then I would eat hay, and then I would fight the other knights, you know? So German knights primarily survived on a diet of hay? I don't remember the script, <laughs> Alex. This is some years ago. I don't remember what. Also, I have some still PTSD of this. Like, I, don't, I just remember I cannot breathe. It's very difficult in this armor suit. I'm supposed to scare the old peoples. I cannot raise my arms. I have to peep. Hello. Have we spoken yet of my bowels? Oh, we're going to? Well, we must. <laughs> this is a story. So uh, my downtown will not motion. I cannot touch anything. My hands are out. It looks like a like Scarecrow and Mrs. King. I'm just out here with the arms out. I look like I'm trying to do like the wave. You know when that man makes a nice blocking of shots in basketball and then does a waving of like, look, I'm flying. Caw, caw, caw. This is what my arm... <laughs> Ryan Anderson? No. Birdman. Birdman. So I feel like a man who just has like the Scarecrow arms. And I have to pee pee. Okay. I could not pee pee. I understand. That 
I don't that sounds feel rough. That sounds okay. Like so a, I needed this, some. This sounds like a tough job. No, I think you referenced eighty-seven different things in less than three seconds somehow. Yeah. So my brain was kind of just still oh, catching up. Okay, I just wanted some sympathy from you, and I don't really feel it. That's that is a crazy job. Yeah, and I had to sit there for three hours. How long did? Uh, how many? Three hours per day, but how long did you do it in total? How like, many weeks? Three hours. I quit immediately. That was your, your only day? Yeah, it was like Monday, bye-bye. It was like Monday, done day. See you, see you tomorrow, not. I cannot do this. And they said, why not? I said, what? And then I told them the story I've just told you. Yeah. And the boss was like, I get it. Did you tell them it in that exact same way that you just told it to us? Probably, yes. Yeah. I've been memorizing that monologue for many years. How did it go? Great. Well, they let you quit, I guess. Well, so it was a success. They did. Time! If you enjoy eating meats and also enjoy convenience, then you should check out ButcherBox. ButcherBox delivers healthy, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, free-range organic chicken, and heritage-breed pork. Each box comes with at least 24 individual-sized meals. That's two dozen, what? Here's how it works. Choose from curated boxes, including a mix of high-quality beef, chicken and pork, or just customize your own box. ButcherBox meats come from humanely raised, open-pasture animals that are never fed antibiotics, hormones, or fatty fillers. It's so convenient. ButcherBox is delivered directly to your door on dry ice. Free shipping anywhere in the 48 states. Choose your delivery frequency and recipes you can find available on the ButcherBox website. And videos are available to follow along on the ButcherBox YouTube channel. For $20 of your first box and a package of free bacon in every box for the life of your subscription, go to butcherbox.com boom and enter boom at checkout. So for $20 off your first box and lots of bacon, go to butcherbox.com boom and enter boom at checkout. Butcherbox, it's so great because it's easy and convenient, fast and quality. Boom, 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 boom. Time. Uh, so Alex, tell me about your uh, maybe first and worst job. Oh my God, that's a tough act to follow, it's, I must say. No, I want to hear it. <laughs> I have questions immediately. Well, I'm still kind of taking that all in, but I don't have any jobs that were quite to that level. But the one that popped to mind were some of some of the first jobs I had when I first moved to LA and um, how when you, you first get here, you're just trying to grab onto anything in the business. You're yeah. just like, oh... Is that sort of seem like it might be part of the entertainment industry? Maybe I'll work my way up from there somehow. Yeah. Which actually, I will say in hindsight, advice to people who come out here, I don't think that's actually true. Do you know why? Because hindsight yeah. is? It's 2020. Well, okay. Which is perfect vision. That's very good vision pilots. Yeah. But so, yeah, side advice if you're moving to LA and you want to make it like, do those PA jobs, yes. those entertainment kind of things to make money, but and just to do things, but actually yes. work on your own stuff and make your own things. That's how you actually get. And I wish someone had told me that. And this was side advice, right? That was side advice. And so, but, so, but very clear. So side side, what's that? It's, it's seven left turns is what that is. And it's 20. Side side. So hindsight is 2020. <laughs> what's side side? Hindsight, you're doing like, okay. So one of my jobs that Please. I had, yeah, was, uh, it was actually for all intents and purposes. All of them? All of them. It was actually a great job at first um, to have when I first moved here. I was, I worked as a night editor for the TV Guide channel. I remember this. Yeah, because we were roommates at the time. You would drive your, your automobile, which you said, I'm going to name my car Optimus Prime. And I said, no, I'm going to name your automobile Steve. And you said, no, it's cooler to main, name my automobile Optimus Prime. So I would drive my car to the job. <laughs> Steve. And uh, it was a perfect schedule for me because I was working from like 5 to 2 or 3 in the morning, um, 5 p.m. to 2 or 3 in the morning. And... It wasn't hard. I was just sort of putting things together. Um, and then I could come home, get some sleep, and then have essentially most of the next day to try to make my own projects, direct my own things. Um, but there was one issue with this job. What was it? The day editors on that job would work until 5 p.m. And then to a T, 
they would it was the the office was in a mall and they would all go to like TGI Fridays and just get hammered yes every day and so at the end of their work shift you know they'd hand off the computer to me and I'd start working on stuff and they'd go all off to get drunk yeah yeah fine shouldn't be a problem right except Uh-oh. when the TGI Fridays closed they would come back to work to like get their bag get their keys yeah and they were belligerently drunk and more than once i had to like you know push one to the bathroom help them figure out where they were um but on top of that one of them was just like an angry drunk and yeah he, yeah he came into my tw- twice he came into my edit bay yeah and he was just like Rah! he's like oh you're working too hard and i'm like i'm just please and he's just He's like, I'm, oh, you, I'm going to teach you not to work too hard. And what? he came over and tried to mess up my edits. What? Like he was trying to like delete things, and I had to physically fight him off from ruining like my work for the night. Which was like maybe also his work, right? They would do a thing and then make safe and then chug a lugger and then give you their job. Yeah, in this case, it wasn't his project. It was my oh. project. Oh. And he was just being spiteful. So... It was a great job other than having to physically fight other editors not to delete my work. Well, just like, what was his full name and contact info? <laughs> like, we should let everyone know. Uh, yeah, his name was... <laughs> and yeah. you can reach him at 31... You can reach him at 424-2435852. And ask him some advice. Yeah, that's ha-ha for Flula. Um, but, you know, I would also say, telling that story now, I'm like, I probably should have told someone. Yes. Right? But at the time, you're just... You just, you think, oh, I guess this is how it works in L.A. Like, I guess this is what happens. And you just, you're just, you don't want to rock the boat. You yeah. don't want to lose the job. Well, there's a song, rock the boat, don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat, don't tip the boat over. Rock the boat, don't rock the boat, baby. And I had been listening to that song a lot. And that's why I didn't tell anyone. See? Until now. Yeah. Uh, are you ready for another job? I'm very ready. Okay, uh, let's rotate. I'll go, we're like... You had the basketball, and now you pass to me. Yeah, but before we do that... Okay. I was wondering if you could... Mm-hmm. Finish your sentence. <laughs> I think we should break this up with just a little Flula performance. Um, I would like you to cover... Okay. Um, men at work. Uh, something. Yeah. Oh, I think I'd... Uh, yeah. Is it this song? Down Under. I come from a land down under. Uh, in 30 seconds or less. Okay. Ghostbusters! When there's something strange in the neighborhood, who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! <laughs> Ah, uh, great. So that was set the song? You know, the song that I meant to say was, in fact, the Ghostbusters theme song. Yeah. But the other song I meant to say was Men at Work, Who Can It Be Now? Oh. Oh, yeah. Great, that's enough. Okay. Perfect. <clears throat> Flula. Yes. Any other strange or interesting or quirky or bad jobs that you've had along the way? I've had so many of those. Um, I once was a secret shopper. <laughs> And so I would receive, uh, when I was an exchange student at the college, I would go and they would like, we would love to give you uh, two free meals. And just to be clear, this was totally in secret. Yes. Okay. So they would say, you would be the secret shopper, please. Shush, shush. And I said, yes, there's, there's many ages in shopper. And, the, and, just, and they were like, look, whatever you do, this has to be completely in secret. Yes. Okay. They were like, listen, this is top secret. We need to make sure no one is knowing about this. Is this is the top secret. No, Top Secret. Top Secret. Yeah. Have you seen the film Top Secret? I think... It is so very I think good. That, might be, that probably is oh. a film. Oh, it's my favorite film. But it's probably not the one you're thinking of. Top Secret? It probably is a film. Top... No, it is It is my most favorite film. Top Secret. Footnote. Okay, so... I'm you're a, a secret shopper. I'm a secret shopper. Give us a little background yeah. soundscape. We're at a mall, a German mall. What's the, what's the Mission Impossible sound? How is that what go? it sounds like at German malls? Oh, mall, German mall? Yeah, just give us a little German mall. 
Okay, that's what this is what it sounds like at a German mall. Hallo, wer ist gekommen? Hallo, That is a crazy sound. I will pause it just to keep our sanities. Keep it going. Yeah. I want to really feel like I'm at a German mall. Oh, no, I, this was in America. Se- <laughs> yeah. Well, then I guess you Why have did to you make... want a German mall sound? Because you were telling the story of being a secret shopper. Oh, I was a secret shopper, but it was for the cafeteria. I was an exchange student in North Carolina. Well, now we have to make a North Carolina cafeteria soundscape. Okay. Mm, yummy so good. What? Mm, uh, I'll have more milk. Mm, yummy, yummy so good. good. What? Give me more milk, y'all. Uh, milk, y'all. Mm, mm, yummy, yummy so good. Pass that tray of food, y'all. Mm, Chick-fil-A. Uh, what are you just saying, y'all, over and over that's, again? That's how they talk in North Your Carolina. Your idea, North Carolina. This is, okay, fine. This is Alex's idea of a... Do they or do they not say y'all, 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 y'all in y'all, North Carolina? For someone who's from North Carolina, I sound like I have a crazy accent. You do? Yeah. You have the accent of a crazy person? Yeah. I once went to Scotland. And okay, I, now you're just show. What is this? This is just the showing show off. off. I've been out of the country. I once had shoes on my feet. I once went to Scotland. I walked up to the bar and I said, excuse me, do you know where the restroom is? And the bartender looked at me like I was insane. And she said, Y'all, 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 y'all. <laughs> Close. She said, blah, 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 blah. As though that's what it sounded like to her. That I had, and I, in my, I, that's how it sounded. Excuse me, do you know where the restroom is? She's like, blah, 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 blah. Like I was speaking just like Martian oh. because my accent was so crazy to her. Hey, why in Brady Bunch does the lady always say Martian, Martian, Martian? So you were a secret shopper? So I was a secret shopper in this uh, North Carolina, and there was a cafeteria at the college, and they would give me two tickets. And I could have these tickets, and they say, go any place you like with the tickets, but don't show the tickets until you receive those calories, because then they know you're a secret. Right, the calories are secret. Well, if you're like, hey, everyone, hello, hello, secret shopper for free food, man, they will know, oh, well, now we must be very nice. And what what was your goal? What was, I don't understand. You have to say, was the person very nice? Mm-hmm. Um, how was the food? Was it warm and delicious? Did they try to sell you additional <laughs> milk? Upselling, upselling. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Pyramid scheme. Yes. Oh, what a nice peach snappled iced tea. Wouldn't you like some fries with that? And did, was it a scale-based thing or just a general no. Fish. Uh, no fish. What? Was it a um, a numerical scale or was it just sort of a pass-fail type situation? Oh, it was numbers. Numbers. Zero to ten. Zero, Zero to ten. You have not done good job. Ten. Yeah. Hey, more of that. And how did the cafeteria do in general? Mostly it was a good time, but one time I went to Chick-fil-A. There was a Chick-fil-A in this secret chopper place. And so I received the waffling fries and the, the hot sandwich of chicken. Uh-huh. Yeah, a hot sandwich of chicken. Hot sure. sandwich of That's chicken. what it says on the menu. <laughs> with pickle. So hot with sandwich, pickle. With hot pickle. sandwich of chicken with pickle. Yep, okay. It's not an efficient name. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so... so it, goes a, it goes into a, the side of the wall. Like, they've got the menu above the counter, but then the name continues on the corner and then goes to the side of the wall also. Yeah, written with Sharpie and hot also... Chicken, hot sandwich of chicken with pickle. With pickle. And it's been written by... 6.99. With a... It's written... 77 calories. Yeah. Hot. And hot. Written by a cow. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, whole, that whole thing. That whole... So, so I'm there. So I have my delicious chicken of sandwich with pickles yeah. and also a beverage. And I go and no one is there. <laughs> I like would like to pay, but of course I do yeah. not need to pay. I'm a secret shopper. But they don't know that because you're secret. Yeah, but shh, quiet. There's yeah. a lots of H's in that shopper. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Upper. You put the sh in shopper. I put the sh in upper. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anywho, I go there and there is no one there. Just crickets. Not even crickets. <laughs> I would have paid a cricket. I would have paid the gecko geico, but no one was there to receive my free coupon. Yeah. So I wait for like... 35 seconds to 40 seconds, which is a long time. Too long. It feels like an eternity if you're waiting for a hot chicken of sam- a hot sandwich of no, chicken. It was there. It was in my hands. Oh, but you just didn't, there's no one to pay for. No, with no your one was here. Sandwich. So, yeah. because it was a self serving, and so I just left. So I shoplifted. But not really. But I, well, I did but not. But then you gave them a bad rating because they're supposed to be there to receive payment. Yes. Well, I said in my rating, this was excellent food. I shoplifted it. FYI. <laughs> it's very delicious. But 
This has been another adventure of Fuleborg Secret Shopper. Secret Shopper, yeah. So anyway, I shoplifted as a Secret Shopper. That's my story. Amazing. Thank you. Um, I've got one more job that I'd like to tell you about. Okay, great. It's another first job in L.A. type situation. I like it. I was hired as a PA. Which, if people don't know, means physician's assistant. <laughs> Production assistant. Oh. It's the lowest rung on the TV and film entertainment business pole. Pole. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, it was for a spec commercial, which is a commercial that's not even a real commercial. It's just a commercial that someone's just making to prove that they can make commercials. And for German listeners, it's not a commercial about bacon because speck means yeah. bacon in German. Just and Italian. Oh, uh, hey. It's a type of ham product. Mm, molto bene. Does speck. speck just mean bacon as we call just like your average eggs with bacon type situation? Well, we don't eat egg and bacon. But, but yeah. if we, if you did, would it be that type of bacon? Just the classic emoji type bacon? Yeah, yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. So I was hired for this speck commercial, not yes. bacon. Yep. And the premise of the commercial involved a guy working in an office and getting rained on, which is actually kind of clever. Like he hated his job and he was just rained on all day. Like a dollars? Like the lady? Like a stripper? No, no one stripper dollared him. It was actual um, precipitation. Precipitation, uh, right? Because his job—it was uh, you know surreal. He didn't like his job and he was rained on all day. Clever idea. The problem is that it was winter time. It, the the place where they were filming was cold, full of electronics, full of electronics. Um, no one had thought through. He's being rained on with cold water um, in a cold office. They didn't even have any towels. They had nothing. So, and it was just like a classic case of them just like, oh, maybe we should get some towels. Send the PA. So I had to go buy towels, like just like figuring this out. But the whole tone the whole time was, it was my fault. Like, why didn't, why, where are the towels? I'm like, what? I just, I don't even know what's happening. But the long story short is yes. that the poor actor was so cold that my job involved spooning him. Essentially. Stop it. Yeah. You cuddled him? Essentially. They you, they were, my job, they kept, they would be like, someone needs to warm him up. Why isn't he warmed up? And they're like, Alex, you need to massage his shoulders. Alex, you need to like put more towel. And like, so this poor guy didn't want me to be doing it, but like the director was making me like massage his shoulders to keep him warm. What kind of advertisement? Uh, it was for, it was a spec ad for a car. And then like, he's going to get rained on all day. And then the car would be great. I don't know. Maybe someone's listening that worked on this project. It wasn't fun to work on. No. And I, but maybe they've gone on to do great things. I hope so. Yeah. After a cuddle puddle with Alex Simmons, I think you are bound for glory. Yeah. So anyways, that, that happened. That's very weird. Oh, I have a physician's assistant also. Oh, a PA job. Yes. I was once for one for uh, Curbing the Enthusiasmus, <laughs> which was a show with... Curb your... Curb Your Enthusiasmos, Sorry. starring Larry David. Enthusiasmos, it's a German. So Larry David, it, what they were having like, hey, it's coming up now on HBO, you know. A promotion. Yeah. yeah. And it was with Cheryl Hines. Yeah. Yeah. And I was a physician's assistant for this. And so I worked it. And of course, what is nice about when you are these PA, when you are a papa, yeah. you have all the snacks in the world. Lots of snacks. That's generally what you spend your time doing when you're PA is yes. eating as many snacks as possible. That's what I do for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah so, and this was when Cliff Bars with only one F? How is this possible? <laughs> it's one F Cliffy. Yeah. So I would have many of these bars. I had four to five of those Cliffy bars. Forty-five? No, four. Sorry. Four hundred twenty-five bars. No, no, no. Just four or perhaps five. Sorry. I would have four or perhaps four to five is what you said. No, I said four or perhaps five Cliffy bars. We'll check the tape later. Okay. Okay. And also the Krispy Kreme. I had just make a discovery oh, of Krispy Kreme. Yeah. So seven to eight of these donuts. This is nothing to do with the story. So I have. I'm in. I'm sufficient. You spent three minutes. Just not talking about the story, just to be clear. So yes. Okay, great. I love calories. So okay, so we are finished with the job, and I return to my automobile, which was a old 1989 Honda Civic that I needed to hotwire, not like the dot com, but like actually the car did not work. I had to go snippy snappy with the engine, just like you know. Oh, I got to got to jack this auto. You know this. You, you yeah, hotwire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I go to my automobile and on the windshield is, um, what is it, the thing that is like rubber and shaped like uh, as a penis and it like moves around? Like, uh, uh, 
I believe you're talking about a dildo. Yeah, dildo. So a dildo. Okay. So I go to my automobile, and on my window, under the uh, viper, it is under the viper. Someone has taken a dildo and turned it on, and it's, it's not just, a dodo. It's not like the extinct bird. That's not what that was. I thought because it like can't fly, has no wings, vibrates. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's the extinct bird. That's I why know they why called it, it a dildo. And so a so a dildo, a dildo is was under your wiper. Under my wiper. And it's like, yeah. it's like moving like crazy. And I did not know what oh, it, was it was. on. Oh, someone, yes, had okay. to turn okay. it on. So I go and I'm very confused. And I don't know. I don't want to touch this. It looks like the like a pee, like a pee-pee that's moving around everywhere. The dildo. And so I don't want to do it. So I leave the, I just, I'm going to just go home. And then, oh, no, I sorry. I, I'm parked. And then I turn on the vipers because I want to see, can I make the dildo go away? <laughs> right. So, so I, but of course, I have a 1989 Honda Civic. The vipers don't work. They stopped in like 1996. Especially with a heavy dildo weighing them down. Well, those birds are very heavy. Yeah. They're like for the weight. Of course, they cannot fly. You know, right. tiny wings, big old caboose, you know. So I, I start the vipers. Nothing has happened. So I said, okay, screw it. I will just drive home and then try to drive crazy. You know, like when like in the escape film, they're like, oh, the man is on the roof. You have to drive crazy. So he falls off. Yeah. You know, like Eddie Murphy in another 48 hours is there. And Nick Nolte is like, stop it, Eddie. I mean, hold on, Eddie. We'll come to get you. Hold on to the truck dealer's uh, pickup truck. So you got like... A dildo, which essentially is an action movie star, hanging onto the top of your roof, and, and you're he's trying to throw it off by driving erratically. He won't stop moving. Yeah, he's got a tight <laughs> grip on there. Yes, yes. He's just moving crazy, and yeah. I'm, I'm like, I need to get. How do I get him and off? Pause, pause the story. Yeah. At no point did you think I could just take it off with my hand at stop. Oh, with whose hand? Exactly. And continue. So we're driving the car and you're yeah. swerving erratically just and he's to... just hanging on. And he's like vibrating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm like, make a sharp left turn. Shops all. There's yeah. so many shops. Seven left turns. Yeah. And then what happens? Of course, a moped, a po- motorcycle, popo comes. Policeman. Okay. Pull me over. And he's, and I'm, so I pull over and he's like, do you know what I stop you for? And then I said, <laughs> I have a doldo on my window. <laughs> and he says, no, you are driving like a crazy, insane person. Yeah. And then I ask, okay, if I pay the ticket to you directly, will you, you have nice gloves. Will you remove the doldo from my window? Uh-huh. And what'd he say? No. And did you get a ticket? Yes. For reckless driving? Yeah. Wow. Thanks, dildo handler. So then what happened? I drive home. There's more. I park There's on more the, to the story. Park, <laughs> okay. I park on the oh, street. This is just the prequel. And the dildo is now almost dead. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> How far did you drive? It was like six miles. Okay. Yeah, six miles. Mm-hmm. And so I'm there in North Hollywood and I park on the street and I'm thinking someone wants this doldo so bad. So I park. People in North Hollywood, someone's going to eat this up. So I yeah. was just like, hey, everyone, there's a doldo, free doldo. As I leave. And, like, yeah, oh, sure. what? and then I realized maybe that is weird. So then I was like, oh, what's this on the window? Is it a doldo? You know, just like it's not mine. I just observe a doldo. Uh-huh. It's like not mine. Oh, that's weird on this yeah. auto. That looks how, like a... How would that get oh, there? Oh, what a fresh doldo. <laughs> oh, I didn't put that there. Yeah, okay. And then I did return in the morning. And you know what? I come back to my car. Do you know what is on my car? Your car was gone and just the dildo was there. Two doldos. <laughs> I'm kidding. Someone stole the doldo. Yeah. And also my stereo. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my story. That's a strange job. That is a strange job. Yeah. There's a lesson to be learned there. Is it? What is it? And now a note from our sponsor. Perfect. Time. Are you super thirsty but only have random elements floating around your house? Introducing hydrogen and oxygen shoved together. Just shove some hydrogen and an oxygen, well, two hydrogens and shove those together and then tape an oxygen to this. Just use some duct tape or something. Since this will turn into a delicious beverage liquid and you can just chuggy luggy luggy. So uh, if you're feeling thirsty, just go to find some hydrogen and then some oxygen and then combine those and gluggy glug glug. Dihydrogen monoxide. Check it out today. Boom time. Boom time. Okay, welcome back to Boom Time. Hi. We're talking about crazy, weird, awful, funly strange dildo-inducing jobs, jobs that we've had. Dildo. Doldo. Doldo. Okay. Potato. Doldo. Yeah, potato. Potato will agree. To you disagree. say potato. <laughs> I say doldo. <laughs> 
You say tomato, I say dildo. Okay. Uh, yeah. This has been an amazing episode. It's a wonderful, strange episode. I'm confused, a little afraid. Well, let me tell you who's extra confused. Um, Everyone listening. Yeah. But before we go, yeah. Um, what we like to do is generally, yeah. Flula asks the guests a mm. series of hard-hitting questions. They are so hard. And they are very confused. Yeah. Today, we're going to confuse the matter even more because I'm going to ask the hard-hitting questions of you, Flula. Oh, I love it, Alex Simons. But first, will you create a work-themed vibe of a soundscape to go underneath? Perfect. That's a, a ghost who is uh, baking bread. Scratch that. Okay. Give me a sound-alike version of Rihanna's work. Oh, yeah. Flula Borg. Yes. These questions were stolen by Bernard Pivot, who stole them from James Lipton, who stole them from you. Rude. Flula Borg. Name a TV series you did enjoy as a child. Magnum P.I. That's a good answer. Thank you. Fuleborg. Alex Simmons. What is your favorite flavor of Cliff Bar? Stracciatella. <laughs> Do they have Stracciatella German Cliff Bars? I mean, it's like if chocolate, you... and then I dump some like minty liquids on it, and I chomp it. I don't think that was a Cliff Bar. Fuleborg. That's what I said. What is your favorite shade of brown? Doody. <laughs> Fluleborg, if you could have one job for the rest of your life that I do, what would it be? Pterodactyl enforcement expert. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrifying. Oh, it'd be so fun. Fluleborg. <laughs> or. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Uh, option three. Yep. Fluleborg. Season 10 on Game of Thrones oh, is yes. now happening. Yeah. You must play a character who is already on the show and female. Yes. Who would it be? I would play Bryce Springsteen, who is Bruce Springsteen's great niece. I am all around the whole Westeros playing a very delicious guitar. And every time Tyrion is like, I think we should do something, Khaleesi, that's like crazy, I would be like, born in the U.S. I don't remember that character, but that's fine. Okay, Fluleborg. What is your favorite German curse word? Also, uh, God, this, uh, sorry, no, 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 I cannot think. Kakalackengesicht. What does that mean? Cockroach face. Cockroach face. Yeah. Do people really say that? No. <laughs> Kakalackengesicht. Yeah. Oh, good. That's what I said. Yeah, so good. Okay. Final question. Please. If you could have desert. Yes. In your dessert. Yes. Why? Sand and sugar together go together like ebony and dildos. Okay. <laughs> Fuleborg has been an amazing main part of our podcast, but there's still more. Stay tuned. Love Coming it. Coming up. I'm assuming. Okay, now we can keep going. Boom time! Thank you so much, Alex, for joining me on this episode of Strange and Worst Jobs. It's funny. I, I, in preparation for this, I wrote down like 10 bad jobs I've had. How many did we? I think I only mentioned two. Oh, sounds like we have four <laughs> more episodes of Worst Jobs coming up. Just a, It's a testament to how many bad jobs I've had. I like it. Well, we will, we will speak more of these. I have many, of course, as well. Some that are doldo-related, some that are not. <laughs> so uh, are we diving into some footnotes? Yeah, let's do it. Footnotes. Uh, do we have any? I think, uh, I feel like I had one, but let's... Yeah. Oh, joining us oh, now? Oh, joining us now. Oh, perhaps. Let's stall. We're, We're stalling. Uh, our talented and insightful and Wonderful. footnotey 
producer, yes, Kristen, is Kristen here. Kristen is too. here. Hi. Hi, Kristen. Hey. How are you? Thank How's you. Have you been here this whole time? <laughs> the whole time. That is weird. I know. I like it. Do you have any footnotes? I do. I have one. Oh, please. So you were talking about jousting. Ah, uh, yes. In the Knights. Yeah, the Knights yeah. of the Conte. Yeah. Yes. The stick that they use. It's a sword. <laughs> Guess again. Oh, it's a mallet. It's a birdie. You know what it is? I got it. It's a shock collar. A famous knight. His first name is this. Tony. Sir something a lot. Raymond. Sir Raymond Mix. a lot. Mix. And that's right. Knights use Raymonds <laughs> or when mi- they joust. Mix. And it's named after the famous knight Sir Raymond a lot. Yeah. Great. All right. So those are the footnotes. <laughs> oh, we have another footnote. Uh, top Secret. Everyone was doubting me so hard. What is Top Secret? It was a 1984 movie starring Val Kilmer in Germany. Oh, snapadocious. It is the best film. Mm. Um, it is I just want to clarify than... this footnote. Yeah. There uh-huh. is a 1997 film called Top Secret, which With ex- doesn't star Does Val it have Kilmer. an exclaim point at the end of Top Secret? No, but it's so got a few not X's. Before. Oh, 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 I smell a doldo. What does it smell like? No, I mean like, you know, not like... Literally, I don't you actually, literally, I assume. No. Oh. I don't, no, you just wash it. Well, what is a metaphorical smell of a doldo? I think it's top secret with many X's, debuting in 1996. Let's get to some fan mail. Great. How does a fan mail song go in less than five seconds? Fan mail is here. Fan mail is here. Fan mail is here. Write me, please. Fuleborg, our friend and fan, Naifman. Did right. you say Naifman? Naifman. Naifman, great. Writes in and asks, if you could interview anyone on Boom Time, who would it be? I think I would want to interview Mikhail Gorbachev because uh, I loved uh, that he had a very nice style. He wore lots of bob- bottom bells. And I thought like when he was boxing Sylvester Stallone in Rocky IV, I thought, listen, why, when you pound that thing, it's like a big number, like, I will destroy you, you know? It would be a fascinating episode of Boom Time. I can't argue with you. Yeah. Next one. Okay. Miss Nix asks, yeah. do you like Disneyland? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, d- this is very general. Yeah. I've been to Euro Disney before. Oh, oh, what is that like? Well, it's like... Is it, it outside of Paris? It's out of the side of the Paris. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it is there, and it is everything is a smaller... You know, like they say, everything's bigger in Texas. Well, I would say everything's smaller at Euro Disney. Right. Is how I would say that. Like, just like miniature sized? No, it is not like micro oh, machines. Oh, that ride looks amazing until I got up close. Oh, from far away, I thought it was a real ride, but you get up close, it's just a model. I can of a put ride. it in my pocket. Yeah. Is no. That, oh, that's not what it's no, like. No, okay. they, they have like a spatial, mount, spatial mountain. They have this, and they have like, oh, watch out. It's what's it called? Rag, rags to riches. When you're in the boat and it's water, and you go down it, rags to riches. So the next one is. Kleinischwein, 14. Tiny, tiny pig, yes. Asks, will you have me on Boom Time? Of course, we are doing it right now, Kleinischwein, 14. So uh, welcome to Boom Time and welcome to your question. And the answer is yes, it's happening right now. Hey, you've been a great guest. Next fan mail and the final fan mail of the day is... Oh, it's the final fan mail. Sorry. Susanna F.W. asks, what countries and what states in the U.S. have you traveled that remind you of Airlog? And I actually paraphrased your question a little bit. Sorry. Why did you paraphrase it? Well, it was a two-part question, and I thought Ah. it could be combined into one. What what towns and states in America are reminding me of Erlangen? Yeah. This is difficult. Okay, I would say, this is a real answer for real daily Holyfield. Let's get real. real. Mm. I would say uh, Boulder, Colorado, Mm. and Charlottesville, Virginia, because they are both having a Fußgängerzone. And a Fußgängerzone Fußgängerzone is a... Oh, I think everyone knows what that is. Okay, so that's why. Fußgängerzone. Fußgängerzone. Oh, sure. Uh, Germans love long words because we hate spaces. You know, so we just shove them together and we have a word. So a Fußgängerzone is a pedestrian zone. Oh, great. Charlottesville. No car traffic. No NCT players. Yeah, you know me. Yeah. So uh, it's like... In I, sh- what? Sorry, I have, to t- I have to tell this quick story that to me is the most German thing that's ever happened to me. Ever. I was with a German yeah. once. Oh, in what way? Platonically? 
platonically standing next to one. At one. Um, oh, okay. And uh, we were in a northern German town, and we were in a pedestrian zone. Yeah, Fußgängerzone. And uh, we were walking down the street, yeah. and she suddenly stopped. And I didn't know why she stopped. I Did looked up, and there was a crosswalk in the... Like, it was left over, I think, maybe from before it was a pedestrian zone, and it said, don't walk. She yeah. stopped mm -hmm. because it said, don't walk. There were... Well, it was... Cars were not able to travel across our path, but because Germans do like following rules and regulations so much that she refused to keep walking, even though it would have been physically impossible for us to get hit by a car. I have no comment. This is accurate. And if I was with you and Brigitte, let's just say, I would also have stopped, looked and listened. Sorry, Brigitte. Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. Oh, I just, I'm just sorry that I called her out is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Because it, it's hardwired into the German brain. If you see a stop sign... We must stop. You must stop. Yeah. And so pedestrian zones in Boulder, you're saying, are oh, nice. they are very pretty. And Charlottesville also Virginia, because the same man like designed these Fußgängerzonen. And so I... When in I, Boulder and Charlottesville? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, because of Uva and a Colorado College University place, go Buffaloes. From Thomas Jefferson's house, you can see Charlottesville through a little hole in a tree. What? Through yeah. a hole in a tree? Yeah. What does this sound? What? This is weird. <laughs> the way the foliage is up the at Monticello. Foliage? The is, foliage? What is, is that? It's shaped in a little tunnel that you can see from there down into Charlottesville. The foliage? Is it made of aluminum? What do you mean? Yes, that's what I meant. Okay, that's been fan mail. Thank you. Fan mail. And, yeah, any things you'd like to add about uh, what says it says on this page? I've, we've done 17 podcasts today, and my brain now is on fumes. Oh, I like it. It smells very good. I love the smell of carbon monoxide in the morning, mm. let me tell you. I'm just glad it doesn't smell like a dildo. It's okay. We're ventilating very heavily here. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Kristen, our producer, for some footnoting. Thank you, Alex, the director of Boom Time. Thank you for listening, guys. Hey, listen. Do you like to rate, comment, and subscribe to things? Yes, you do. That was your brain telling you the answer to that question. So please, subscribe, rate, and comment. Boom Time, the podcast you are currently listening to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitchy Face, Quilty Butt, and Booms Booms, which is a very secret Chilean podcast company. Shout out, follow us on at Boom Time Show on everything, everything. And share this episode with a friend who hates their job or loves their job or has a job or has spoken of job or has read the Bible chapter Job. Arrested Development, Job. What? He's a great character on Arrested Development. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Dance. Thank you, everyone. Isn't that the song he would play? The Final Countdown? Yeah. Oh, was he the magician? And he would play that before he came out. Nice. Shout out, David. Will Arnett. <laughs> Boom time. Bye-bye. Boom time! Boom time!